Okay, welcome back. This is going to be a quick little jaunt, um, not a very long episode. We're going to discuss the kind of limited, um, not limited, but it's like not the most expansive subject. Um, We're going to talk about preliminary injunctions and temporary restraining orders. So what is a preliminary injunction? A preliminary injunction maintains the status quo pending the outcome of an action in order to protect irreparable harm to a party. The court may issue a preliminary injunction only, one, upon notice to the adverse party, and two, if the moving party gives security in an amount the court deems proper, which will be used to reimburse the non-moving party for any injury caused by the injunction if the moving party does not succeed on the merits. The federal rules of civil procedure allow the court to issue both a a restraining injunction preventing a party from doing something, or a mandatory injunction, compelling a party to do something. Under the traditional four-prong test for a preliminary injunction, the party moving for an injunction must show, one, a likelihood of success on the merits, two, a likely threat of irreparable harm to the movement, three, the harm alleged by the movement outweighs any harm to the non-moving party, and four, an injunction is in the public interest. If the moving party has an adequate remedy at law, can be compensated by money damages for potential loss, then a motion for a preliminary injunction should be denied. Courts have granted preliminary injunctions in the following instances. Environmental damage cases, because such harm is often deemed to be irreparable, and to enforce non-competition agreements restricting former employees from soliciting customers. So let's move on to talking about a temporary restraining order. A temporary restraining order, or a TRO, is an emergency remedy used to maintain the status quo pending the outcome of a hearing or application, usually in these cases a preliminary injunction application. And it is only available when the plaintiff will suffer immediate and irreparable harm. A TRO can only be granted for a limited amount of time, so a party must move for a preliminary injunction if it seeks to maintain the status quo pending the outcome of the action. When deciding to grant a TRO on notice, a court will analyze the same factors as a preliminary injunction. The moving party must show, one, a likelihood of success on the merits, two, a likely threat of irreparable harm to the movement, three, the harm alleged by the movement outweighs any harm to the non-moving party, and four, an injunction is in the public interest. If granted, the moving party must give security in an amount that the court deems proper. A TRO may be issued ex parte, which means without notice to the adverse party. In order to issue an ex parte TRO, um, the court may issue such a TRO only if the moving party, one, provides specific facts in sworn statement that clearly show an immediate and irreparable injury, loss, or damage will result to the movement before the adverse party can be heard in opposition, two, certifies in writing any efforts made to give notice to the adverse party and why notice should not be required, and three, give security in an amount that the court deems proper. The United States, its officers, and its agencies are not required to give security. 
However, an ex parte TRO automatically expires after 14 days unless the court sets a shorter expiration. However, this said, a court may extend the expiration of a TRO, one, for good cause, or two, if the opposing party consents to the extension. An adverse party may move to dissolve or modify an ex parte TRO on two days' notice to the moving party.